Let's get you ready to root on the boys in blue. This is Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Cougar Pregame Live is brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union. Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. Now, here's your host, Cleon Wall. Good evening, BYU basketball fans. Welcome into Cougar Pregame Live, the WCC Tournament Edition. It's presented by Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. Tonight, the BYU Cougars play their first game of the tourney against the Portland Pilots. I'm going to tell you, it feels kind of weird right now. And I'm not referring to the let's keep Portland weird signs in the City of Roses since BYU is playing Portland tonight. Let me detail a few reasons why I think things are a little strange. First, it feels a bit weird that this is the last WCC tournament for BYU in the Orleans Arena. I I know we've known about this for a while, but it still kind of feels weird. I remember back when BYU moved to the West Coast Conference. It felt weird back then because we were so used to playing the same old teams from the old WAC and Mountain West Conference, the Wyomings, the Colorado States, the New Mexicos, the San Diego States, and yes, even the Utahs, even though BYU still does play Utah. felt weird to leave all of that. Now it's happening again. Don't get me wrong. I'm looking forward to BYU playing in the Big 12, even if it could be ugly in the first few years. But I'm going to miss those tough conference matchups versus the Santa Claras, the San Francisco's, the Gonzagas, and the St. Mary's. We won't see any of those teams again unless BYU wins tonight. I guess it feels a bit weird because I'm a sentimentalist, and it's hard to say goodbye. And another reason it feels a bit weird is that we're not used to BYU being the fifth seed in the tournament. BYU is usually the number two or number three. Just an odd feeling this season. The next reason it feels a bit weird is because BYU's coming into this Las Vegas tournament with a win. I know we had seen them go on winning streaks before, but they had lost four in a row before beating San Francisco last Saturday night. Gideon George holds it down around his knees, guarded by Coonan. A bounce pass short corner left to Rudy Williams. Back out to the wing. Gideon for three in the lead. And there's Gideon George, his first three in five games. Skip pass left corner. Gideon again. Gideon again. It's a strip by Jackson Robinson. He'll drive. He'll hammer it home with two hands. Timeout USF. Waterman nearly fouled at half court by Beaker. Waterman's going to lob it up for Foose. He'll come down. Pass to Noah. Big three right corner. He got got it. Noah Waterman. This game was just so important tonight. Rudy doing a little globetrotters. Curly Neal. Drive, shoot, (laughs) and score. Rudy Williams, dexterity out front, and the conversion down low. BYU by 23. A lot like a team we saw back in December when they won seven games in a row. They were playing good defense. They made threes, and they had a lot of confidence. So it was a little strange to see that team reemerge after four straight losses. They had the fortitude to come out and lay a smackdown on San Francisco. Here's another thing I think is weird. I guess we're on reason number four, like version four now. The last team BYU beat, during that winning streak in December, the Portland Pilots. It's been over two months since these two teams met. Williams, left wing to Gideon, open for three. Pull, fire, score! Gideon George is fourth, three, 18. Bruce, mid-alley left, sees a double out to Noah for three to answer. That's good! Down to a 12-second shot clock. Rudy, skip pass right corner. Richie drives it, reverses it, and scores it on the lay-in. Rudy, left wing. Step back three for Rudy. Yes! Rudy Williams. Little punctuation mark. 71-56. The Cougars were victorious over the Pilots on New Year's Eve, 71-58. 
Didn't that sound like a confident BYU basketball team back then against the Pilots, shooting threes and playing good D? And because of the unbalanced schedule in the WCC, the two teams only played once this season. So it's a bit strange that we only saw one version of this pilot squad, and it was without two of their best players. That being said, it's a weird time for Portland, too. They had lost four in a row coming into the conference tournament and five out of six. And then everything changed against San Diego last night. Portland sank a tournament record 19 three-pointers in their 92-74 victory over the Toreros. They only had 26 total field goals, and 19 of them were threes. Impressive. All five starters scored in double figures. Compare that with the last time we saw them in Provo. They only made six threes, 18 total field goals, and shot 38% from the floor. As I mentioned before, it helps that Portland has their two best players back and healthy. Tyler Robertson scored 23 points against San Diego and made five three-pointers. He didn't play back in December against the Cougars. Moses Wood scored 19 in the victory, and he also didn't play in Provo. And finally, it's strange or weird how both BYU and Portland are counting on one single victory to give them momentum. Maybe all the weirdness is really not that weird. Maybe that's just the evolution of life and basketball. Before the Cougars left for Vegas, I caught up with junior guard Spencer Johnson about his health, trying to scout two teams, and receiving a special honor from the WCC. All-conference honorable mention, that's got to make you feel good. Yeah, I mean, it's. Uh, I think the coaches vote on it, and um, it feels good to you know, be, be recognized as, as a great player. And... Um, but the season's not over, still got a lot to accomplish. Before we got into the conference season, you sat out about a month with a leg injury. Um, how's your play been, you think, since you've come back from that? It's been great. I mean, it was, uh, you know, I had a lot of people around me during that little time period when I was out, and um, they were, you know, obviously I was working on getting healthy, um, and I was staying in the weight room. Um, I worked a lot with our psychology team to to try to, you know, s- do what I could to, to stay on top. And so I just feel like it's been really good. I've, I've come back and, um, you know, been playing well and and uh, just looking forward to keeping it rolling in the tournament. What was harder rehab-wise? Was it harder physically or mentally for you? Because a month is a long time to not to not be able to play in a game. I mean, I'm, I'm sure you're rehabbing and you're practicing and things like that, but, but the month is a long time not to be able to play. Totally. Um, definitely, I think it might have been harder physically. You know, some of the workouts, once I started to be able to, to you know, put some weight on that leg and, and move around, some of the workouts they were putting me through were, were pretty brutal. So um, that might have been harder. But it was great because, you know, came back and, and was ready to go. Are you, would you say you're 100% now? Because then you dive right back into conference yeah. play, and you've been playing ever since then. Yeah, no, totally, totally. I'm, I'm 100% and, and, and ready. Um, how much of a difference do you think that one win made? I mean, you had four losses coming into that last game, and then you win, and you win handily too. How much of a difference did it make for you and also for your teammates? Well, it just felt really good because I feel like, you know, like you said, we were on a, a four-game skid and it just like it's frustrating because you work so hard and and you know you, you pay so much attention to the scout and and you're in the gym extra time because you want to right the ship and, and get back to winning so the fact that we did get back and 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 we won by the margin that we did just felt super good and it was encouraging to us and like hey you know i think we're we're going to be okay and, and we're headed in the right direction do you think one win, though, builds enough momentum for you going into the conference tournament? You know, 
I think so because, you know, our, our practices had, had continually gotten better and better and better leading up to um, that win. And since then, you know, the way we've been competing in practice and the steps that we're trying to take, you know, we've been taking those, those little steps in practice. So um, I feel like our momentum is going to be is, is rolling in the right direction. How have practice has been since that win? Well, they've been super uh, chippy. Um, we were just talking uh, just a second ago, but, you know, guys are getting after it, and and it's okay because, you know, we're competitive and, and we're physical, and, and guys are getting after each other and holding each other accountable, and it's it's been great. One of the unfortunate things about this tournament is if you're a higher seed, you're not sure who you're going to play until – the night before you play them. What have you found is the best way to prepare for two teams? Um, man, it's, uh, I think, just controlling what we can control, you know, because we don't know who we're going to play. But, but one thing that we can control is, you know, our defensive effort, um, how we communicate in our ball screens, how we are in transition defense, because every team, you know, in one way or another is going to do that. So I think as we we pay attention to the things that we can control, everything else will just take care of itself. Okay, so what, I I mean, you've got to have at least done a minimal scouting report, and you played against both these two teams. So what can you tell me, first of all, about Portland? Well, Portland, last time we played them, two of their guys were injured, uh, two of their main guys, and uh, so it'll be a different game this time, I think, when, when they're in there. But, you know, early in the season they showed that they've, could play with and beat some big time teams so they're you know they they've got some really good players and and we're gonna have to be locked in on you know who can shoot and who can score on that team portland played you guys pretty tough too yeah yeah they did they had i think they had a kid uh, he came in off the bench and he had a career night just shot the ball like crazy and and they kept pace with us pretty well but um so it'll be a fun challenge to, to see what they bring this time the night before you'll have an opportunity to watch both of these teams. Are you taking notes? What What are you doing, like, physically? Or, or, or what are you doing, like, mentally to prepare for either one of these teams as you're watching them play each other? Yeah, I mean, so we're going to head down there. Uh, tomorrow we'll, we'll watch, I think, the first half and maybe a little bit of the second half. Um, but for sure, taking some mental notes, taking some notes on our phones, just try to, you know, figure out little nuances of players and, and maybe some actions that they run. But... Our coaches do such a good job of, of, you know, recognizing that and then pushing it onto us and, and making sure that we know, you know, what's going on. So, mostly that. Last year, going to be, be going to be able to play in Vegas. Next year, you're going to be playing in the Big Twelve, a little bit bigger stage. But, what are kind of your hopes for this last season of the West Coast Conference tournament, especially since you're going to have to play. Uh, four games if you if you want to make it to the or at least three games if you want to make it to the conference uh, title game. Mm-hmm. You know, I think we just go out there and and give it everything we have, just lay it all on the line because in these tournament situations, you know, you got nothing to lose, and so you come out there swinging and you come out there shooting and and you know may the best man win. So uh, we're really looking forward to that. Just just to get out there and compete, to get out there and 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 just fight with each other and for each other and and to see what happens when the dust settles. Just as long as your swinging doesn't catch someone in the head and you get ejected right. Yeah, well, <laughs> never say never. <laughs> Spencer, thanks a lot. Thank you, thank you.
Coming up next, we'll head to the Orleans Arena for our courtside conversation with Mark Durant. Cougar pregame live continues in a moment on the new skin BYU Sports Network. Here's Cleon Wald with more Cougar pregame live on the new skin BYU Sports Network. BYU Athletics. It's time for our courtside conversation with Mark Durant, who is live in Sin City at the Orleans Arena, last conference tournament in Las Vegas for you, Mark. Are you trying to soak everything in, the golf, or I guess anything else Vegas provides, since you won't get that when BYU plays in the Big 12 tournament next year in Kansas City, Missouri. You mean it's not 65 degrees and nice in Kansas City? Funny enough. I can go play some golf. I did go check the weather today. It's actually pretty decent in Kansas City. It's in the mid-50s, but this weekend they're expecting snow. Here's what we need. We need Arizona and Arizona State to come in <laughs> and then hold the tournament in Arizona somewhere. Uh, sounds, uh, that's, I could live with that. Sounds good to me. <laughs> hey, at least hey, maybe when you go to Kansas City, though, you can get some good barbecue, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. And, uh, you know, I'm going to miss Vegas. I've been coming here. It's been an annual pilgrimage, uh, whatever conference BYU's been in for a long, long time. And uh, I I like it. I I mean, uh, I'm like you said, I'm a golfer and we come down and enjoy it. And it's been a long winter in Utah. So (laughs) I was just sitting in the sun today. Just give me some sun. I just want some sun. And so, yeah, it's nice. But. I hope BYU can finish strong and finish, you know, this season strong. It's something they can feel good about, Cleon, and finish on a positive note and do some do some things here. But I tell you what, I'm looking at Portland and what they've been doing and some of the guys they got. This is going to be a battle tonight, and I hope BYUs are ready for it. Who are the BYU players you're focused on tonight? For me, it's Gideon George because I want to see how he matches up against Portland's forwards and maybe most especially Moses Brown since he's their leading scorer. Yeah, Moses is a problem. Uh, Tyler Robertson is very good. I mean, these guys put on a shooting clinic last <laughs> night against San Diego. I mean, unbelievable shooting for Portland. Um, they shot 19 for 36 from the three-point line. And it just, I mean, so that, that obviously that's a red flag. It's a team that has come in here and had success and was lighting it up. They feel good. They like shooting here. Uh, and, and so that's a problem. you got to know that when BYU played Portland in the, in the Marriott Center, you were missing Moses and Tyler, uh, and they're, they're probably their two best players, and, be, and they gave BYU a game in the Marriott Center. And this is a, a team like, like we talked about that it won last night, so they're feeling confident. And they played two games on the road, which they lost at San Francisco and, and Pacific, but it went down to the wire. So this is a confident team, a team – that I think has zero fear of BYU and believes they're going to win this game. And, and so I just, I'm just a little bit nervous has been, has been uh, uh, the case at times for BYU is they don't take these teams seriously. And they're maybe looking at Portland as a team that played Thursday night and they should, they should be, maybe that's true, but this team is ready to go against BYU and BYU is not good, a good enough team this year to take anybody for granted. I just hope BYU is ready to go. So what does that mean? Whether it's Gideon or Jackson or or Rudy or Dallin, they, they've got to shoot the ball well from the perimeter to kind of keep up with what Portland does because they just fire up the threes. So you've got to be able to make a couple threes of your own, but then you've got to really dominate the paint, which is where you should have a real advantage, whether that's 
uh, obviously more most specifically is Foos was is going to have to have a big game and then Atiki and whoever comes in and is playing in the paint and make sure you just dominate the paint and try to keep up with them from the three-point line then you'll have a good chance of winning this one 13 offensive rebounds last week that's what BYU had against San Francisco for this team right now that seems to be so important because even though they shot close to 50 percent from behind the three-point line last week against the Dons they only shoot 34 percent on three points and three-pointers you know for the entire season it seems like they need those offensive rebounds to give them second chances and if Portland's going to keep jacking them up you know they're going to need the defensive rebounds too your thoughts on BYU's rebounding yeah, well, I look at this game, uh, and it's nice that BYU played San Francisco because I think Portland and San Francisco are very similar, a team that relies a lot on three-point shooting. They're going to shoot a high volume. They get a high percentage of their points on three-point shooting. And they're not – they've got some good size on the wing, but they're not super big. And so, I mean, it's all about taking advantage of the things you're good at. BYU is a good – a good defensive team and they did a nice job of shutting down San Francisco from the three-point line and then they did a nice job of going and getting rebounds and giving themselves multiple opportunities I mean that's the game the formula the game plan against the team that relies on the trees really get out after them on the three-point line don't let them get hot make it tough for them and then go out and get the boards don't give them multiple opportunities because they're just too good too good of shooters to give them multiple opportunities so it's defense and offensive rebounds but with the team like this, BYU should be able to dominate the, the, the points in the paint, the second-chance points, and and uh, it, it's something that BYU can do. I mean, there's other, there's things that BYU maybe is a little inconsistent on and, and maybe is not as strong at, but, man, playing defense and getting rebounds, that should be something that that should be right in their wheelhouse. And so we'll see. Yeah, All that goes out the window, though, if you're not ready to play. I just hope BYU's ready to play, take these guys seriously, and play super physical, get out on the perimeter, guard those threes, and then, then go get the rebounds. Give them one chance, one and out, pressure shot, you know, contested shot, miss, go get the rebound. That's got to be the game plan for BYU. I've seen BYU struggle with an extra day of rest against opponents who played the day before in the conference tournament, and I've also seen them thrive under similar circumstances. I think you always want the rest instead of the extra games. What do you think is the key to winning games like this? Is it just having better players, or is it just that we got rest, we're more fresh than you are? (laughs) Well, I don't know if rest is as big in these first you know, I, I don't think Portland's gassed by any means, but then you start getting in your third and fourth game, and particularly Portland. I mean, Portland's got some super good players, but they've got they're, they're pretty much stick with their starting five. I mean, this starting five last night had all but ten points for Portland, and and they all were in double figures. Um, so I mean, they're good, but uh, it, it may be a little bit more taxing than them because they're playing so much rather than a team, say a team like BYU that plays nine or ten guys and maybe you can rest a little bit. But I don't know that fatigue at this point is going to be a problem. I, I don't like playing that Thursday game, but it, I think it is an advantage to play a game and then uh, as good as they played. So they got the win under their belts and they shot the three so well. So they're super confident right now. So, uh, th- th- I mean, I think that's a real advantage, and I don't think the fatigue has entered into it yet. Uh, but uh, listen, bottom line is uh, BYU should take care of this team. But we've said that a bunch of times this year, and they haven't done it. Uh, I, I just hope that, you know, when, when in a game that's, you know, not a Gonzaga and not bright lights in a full arena, I, I just want BYU to come with that same energy that they do against St. Mary's and against 
Gonzaga and at home against San Francisco on senior night. Just come with that energy. If they can do that, they'll be fine. But, man, this Portland team, I think it's ready to go because of how well they played last night. Well, we know we're going to get energy from you tonight. Mark, thanks a lot. Hopefully we'll be talking to you uh, tomorrow night. Yeah, I hope so. Let's let's do it. Go Cougars. All right. Thanks a lot. That's Mark Duran, everyone. Hey, Cougar fans, go to BigOtires.com and make an appointment at one of 50 locally owned and operated Utah locations. Big O Tires, the team you trust. After a quick timeout, we'll check out basketball scores from around the nation. You're listening to Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin BYU Sports Network. Let's get you back to Cougar Pregame Live. Here's Cleon Wall. Welcome back to Cougar Pregame Live, presented by Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. We're getting you ready for the BYU Cougars and the Portland Pilots in the West Coast Conference Tournament. The BYU women's basketball team, they're moving on in the WCC tourney. They beat Pepperdine today, 74-59. to The big scores in this game, Nani Falatea. Had 23 points. She also had seven assists. And Lauren Gustin, the double-double machine, she had 23 points and 18 rebounds. It was her 26th double-double of the season. BYU will now play San Francisco tomorrow at 2 o'clock Mountain Time, 1 o'clock Pacific Time at the Orleans Arena. You can catch that game on BYU TV. The BYU baseball team, they win today 8-4 to over Omaha. No top 25 games going on tonight in college basketball, but other games are going on, including some conference tournament games. One that's not a conference tournament game that is being played right now in Orem, Utah. Utah Valley taking on Stephen F. Austin. Right now, the Wolverines have a 13-4 lead with 14-47 left to go in the first half. As I said, some other games going on, conference tournament games in the SOCON championship game. Well, it's actually the first round, but the SOCON tournament. Uh, Mercer is leading the Citadel 55-33 with 522 left to go in the second half. And Longwood is beating Campbell in the Big Big South quarterfinal, 34-33, 242 left to go in the first quarter. The Utah Jazz playing at Oklahoma City right now. And the Thunder have a 29-27 lead, 221 left to go in the first quarter. Coming up next, we'll send you to the Orleans Arena for the Cougar Pregame Coaches Show with Greg Rebell. You're listening to BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's time to get the inside scoop on today's game. This is the Cougar Pregame Coaches Show, brought to you by Zions Bank. For the support you need to power forward, Zions Bank is for you. Now let's head back to the Built Bar courtside seats and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Good evening, Cougar basketball fans, and welcome courtside inside the Orleans Arena in Las Vegas, Nevada, as tonight... The BYU Cougars WCC Farewell Tour reaches its final destination. It's time for BYU's 12th and final West Coast Conference Tournament, which for the Cougars tips off in the second round for the second consecutive season. Back-to-back five seeds for BYU last year and this year. Last year, the Cougars got out of their second round game with a Friday night win over LMU. Tonight, BYU takes on eight-seed Portland with the winner to face LMU tomorrow night in the quarterfinals. My name is Greg Grubel, and I'll have your play-by-play call tonight. 
Joined, as always, by my longtime broadcast partner. Couldn't do it without him. The former BYU Ironman, Mark Durant. And, uh, Mark, BYU got its first taste of Friday night tournament hoops in Vegas last season and passed that test. But the quarterfinals were as far as the Cougars got in 2022. They were one win and then out in their second game. Last year, one win was enough to get BYU into the NIT. And as a home seed this season, uh, one win uh, won't do it. Uh, If the Cougars are to play in the postseason, that means the NIT, of course, NCAA comes with winning the whole thing here. That's the only way to get to the big dance. But if they were to get to the NIT, they probably need to go on a run, like a real run in Las Vegas, starting tonight with a Portland team coming off a first-round win over San Diego last night. It was a record-setting win for the Pilots. School record and WCC tournament record 19 threes. And they weren't just casting them up. They were 19 for 36. Mm. That's 53% from deep. Yeah, I mean, in Vegas terms, they, had, they were rolling some hot dice last <laughs> night. And what BYU needs to be today, they need to be the cooler. They need to take <laughs> away some of the luck that Portland's feeling because this is a super confident team that uh, shot the lights out from the three last night and believes – a hundred percent, Greg. A hundred percent. Trust me, they believe they're going to beat BYU. They think they, they think they got the guys, and they don't think BYU has enough to stop them. And I hope BYU comes out with the attitude like this is a, a big game, and this is the end of our season if we lose because it is. I mean, they, they may have some chances if they win, but they got to play like the season depends on it because it does. And if they play as hard as they did the other night, as hard as they play against the Gonzagas and St. Marys in those big time games, they'll win. But if they come out and they take this team for granted, careful what you wish for and get important because this team has some legit dudes that can shoot the rock. You better be ready to go. And it is ironic because since BYU joined the West Coast Conference, the team against which they've had the most success all time, home, away, neutral, all combined, it's Portland. BYU's 21-2 and since BYU joined the WCC against the Pilots. They've won the last 13 in a row against <laughs> Portland. And yet I'm sitting here in fear of the Portland Pilots because I know BYU is vulnerable. And, you know, you go back to the, one of the wins for Portland, old Bobby Sharp. No, I Bobby mean, Sharp's not coming through that <laughs> listen, door. Listen, he may come through the door because you got <laughs> Moses and Tyler Robertson. and These guys can shoot. I mean, they're... They're no slouches, so you better be ready to get out, get guard the three-point line, and cause, you know, get a hand in the face, because if they get hot, look out. Coming up next, we'll hear from BYU head coach Mark Pope when the Zions Bank Cougar pregame coaches show continues live from Las Vegas on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is the Cougar Pregame Coaches Show. For more with head coach Mark Pope, let's rejoin Greg Rubel. We've got BYU and Portland straight ahead here at the Orleans Arena in Las Vegas. It's the second day of play in the WCC tournament. First of two men's games on the evening slate. After our game, six-seed San Francisco will take on seven-seed Pacific in a second-round matchup. The winner gets three-seed Santa Clara tomorrow night in the quarters. The winner of BYU-Portland taking on four-seed LMU tomorrow night. Earlier today, on the women's side of the draw, fifth-seeded BYU women beat Pepperdine, and uh, BYU will take on San Francisco tomorrow. And the uh, Cougars and Dons split that regular season series. As we now preview the Cougars and the Pilots on the men's side, time now to hear from BYU head coach Mark Pope. Our conversation presented, as always, by Zions Bank. For the support you need to power forward, Zions Bank is for you. And tonight, 
Coach Pope talks about just how different this Portland team will look than the one BYU defeated at the Marion Center back on New Year's Eve. Yeah, really good team. Playing really, really good basketball right now. Had a great game last night. Uh, it was a team that I think had huge expectations um, and a ton of pressure going into the season. Started out the season hot, beat Villanova, nearly beat Michigan State, um, and and then had some injury issues and and uh, it's kind of fought a bunch of stuff. But um, they're they're an incredibly dangerous team uh, with. with ridiculously skilled players and it's going to be a great matchup tonight it's going to be a really fun game when you played him first time Gorosito wasn't starting yet and Wood and Robertson both missed that game yeah. clearly I mean just, just those two guys alone make a world of difference for this team yeah 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 for sure uh, you know Wood is is like out of his mind right now the last three games he's 14 for 24 and three shooting yeah. almost 60 percent and just it's just a automatic right now and high volume um, and he's just shooting with so much confidence at such an level. And Robertson's really struggled all season, but he was terrific last night. He's five for six, six for seven from the three-point line. And, and um, he, uh, so he found his stroke, um, and that makes him really dangerous because he's so creative and he's, you know, he's, he's, he's got such a skill of, of convincing refs that he's getting fouled to the rim. And so he spends a lot of time at the free throw line. That's kind of the bedrock of his game. And so those two guys are incredibly dangerous. Um, and, um, you know, Gorosito played great last night. He can really, really shoot. He's an aggressive shooter, takes hard shots, um, really skilled. And anytime you, you know, you're putting Mike Meadows and, and Sholand, who had 32 against us yeah. at our place, and was like a, you know, it was, was unbelievable. It was his best game of his career, right? Um, you know, you put those guys fourth and fifth options as scores. Uh, this is a really, really dangerous offensive team. In their game last night, there are like four minutes left in the first half. They haven't made a two-point field goal yet. Yeah, and, and you know that's 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 how they play. Um, you know, they're one of the top teams in the country in terms of of, of percentage of points scored from the three. Right. Um, and they're uh, you know they're they're really disciplined. That you know they're starting small. They have five guys on the floor that are that are all incredibly dangerous three-point shooters. Um, uh, they move the ball really well. Uh, I thought the tough thing last night was they, they, they earned themselves so many catch-and-shoot threes versus shots off the bounce or even shots running off staggers, and, and they're going to be a real handful. If we can't keep keep ourselves out of rotation, this game would be really hard for us. we got to find a way to make them take more difficult shots. All right, for BYU, uh, same lineup as the senior night lineup for you tonight? Yep. yep. So Rudy's rolling right now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know the seniors are magic, yep. and we only have two of them. <laughs> and um, and so uh, you know I I, I I think it's you know the, these guys' time, and and this is their opportunity, and they've earned this, and and uh, we have a lot of faith in them, and and um, so we'll roll with those guys tonight, and I think they're going to be terrific. Coach Rose was always fond of saying that come tournament time, the toughest game to win in your tournament is your first one. <laughs> it doesn't matter if you went undefeated in the league or you didn't win a single game in the league, you still have the same challenge as you have to come win a game. And um, that's why, that's why uh, you know, these postseason tournaments are so fun and they're so electric. And, and um, so it's, uh, we're, we're grateful to be here, and, and, and this is an incredible opportunity for our guys, and you, you only get this once a year. And um, so you got to take advantage of it. Here's to a long run, Coach, starting tonight. Good luck against Portland. Thanks, Thanks Jim.
All right, that is BYU head coach Mark Pope leading us into tonight's keys to the game. Brought to you by your local Ford stores. BYU basketball is built Ford proud. Mark Durant gives us his keys for BYU against Portland. The pilots last night, Greg, the starting five shot 19 for 35 from the three-point line. The rest of the team were 0 for 1. <laughs> I mean, these guys were just lighting it up. So, obviously, perimeter defense is a huge key. BYU needs to be there on the catch, Greg. When I say that on the catch, like Coach Pope was just talking about, they, they can't catch and shoot. You need, to, you need to be there defensively when they catch it to guard them on the shot. If you see BYU chasing or if they're jumping at shooters, that's not a good sign. That means you're behind defensively. So, be there on the catch, hand in the face on all the threes. Secondly, just in the paint. BYU's got to take advantage in, in the paint. I think they have to be two to three times more points in the paint than Portland uh, to counteract what Portland does from the three-point line. Those are the keys to the game. He is Mark Durant. Break time. And this reminder to go to BigOtires.com and make an appointment at one of 50 locally owned and operated Utah locations. Big O Tires, the team you trust. The BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show continues and comes along your way after this from the Orleans Arena in Las Vegas, Nevada, on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's almost time to hit the hardwood. This is the Cougar Tip-Off Show, brought to you by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Also brought to you by the BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. Also by Siegfried and Jensen. Siegfried and Jensen has been helping Utah families for over 30 years. Now let's head live to the Built Bar courtside seats and join Mark Durant alongside the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Good evening once again, Cougar Nation. We're coming to you from courtside at the Orleans Arena in Las Vegas, home of the WCC tournament, which includes BYU for the final time. This time next year, the Cougs will actually be wrapping up regular season play in their first season of competition in the Big 12 Conference. The Cougars' next league tournament will be contested in Kansas City. This is the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show, brought to you by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Greg Rubel and Mark Durant with you for play-by-play and commentary. Our studio host is Cleon Wall. Control board operators Logan Gardner and James Finlayson. Terry South is our coordinating producer. Our BYU radio engineer, Barry Squires. Broadcast intern, Caleb Hatch. And you are tuned in on the new skin, BYU Sports Network, led by our satellite radio flagship, BYU Radio, Sirius XM 143, and over-the-air flagship, KSL News Radio, 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. We're also on the BYU Radio app and at BYURadio.org. Well, this Portland team BYU is taking on tonight just ended a four-game losing streak last night. And the last game BYU played ended a four-game slide for the Cougs. So both of these teams, one and four, in their last five, both of these teams had their struggles down the stretch. But the Cougars coming in off one of their most complete games of the season, a runaway win over USF last Saturday. And Mark, it was BYU at its best. Huge rebounding edge, high assist rate, good three-point shooting, outstanding point guard play from Rudy Williams, who earned another starting nod here tonight at the point. And in tournament play, good to have a senior point guard playing the way Rudy is right now. Rudy's been fantastic, and I, I I tend to think that this team will go as far in this tournament as Rudy Williams takes them. I, You know, BYU hasn't won a lot of games, but they've been much better offensively the last four or five games, and I think that's mainly because of the play of Rudy Williams. He's playing with confidence. He's taking care of the basketball. He's doing a nice job on that two-man game, getting the paint, shooting little floaters. He's a real threat offensively to score. BYU needs offensive weapons, and he is that guy. 
I, I think he needs to play the majority of the minutes. But I'd like to see maybe play him and Dallin together. I think that would mm. be a nice combination. I don't know why they haven't done more of that, but it's got to be Rudy. Rudy's got the hot hand. He's, play, he's a senior. Go with Rudy. See how far he takes you. Coming up after the break, more of the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show, live from the WCC Tournament in Las Vegas on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is the Cougar Tip-Off Show. Let's head back courtside to rejoin Greg Rubel. The BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show continues from courtside here at the Orleans Arena in Las Vegas, Nevada. Second round action at the WCC Tournament. Tonight it's five-seed BYU, which finished 7-9 and nine in league and in a three-way tie for fifth place, but they earned the five-seed, taking on the eight-seed Portland. The Pilots were solo eighth at 5-11, and 11. and based on how their season started, maybe underperforming at 5-11. and 11. BYU knew going into the week that whichever team it faced tonight, Portland or San Diego, the Cougars would need a refresher because BYU played both Portland and San Diego only once this season. Cougs beat them both, and both games came a long time ago. Uh, the win over Portland came at home on New Year's Eve, so in 2022. And since Mark Pope became BYU head coach, he has a perfect 6-0 record against the Pilots. As mentioned a moment ago, BYU's won its last 13 in a row against Portland and Portland is the team against which BYU has the best all-time record since the Cougars joined the WCC. So all those things tilting in BYU's favor. But tonight, the Pilots get to face BYU with a full lineup. Mark, a full lineup the Pilots did not have in their game against the Cougars in Provo two months ago. Yeah, let's talk about those players they didn't have. Moses Wood, his last three games, had 28 against San Francisco, 26 against uh, Pacific, and then a 19 last night. So that's pretty good. And Roberts, uh, Robertson had 22 against San Francisco, had 23 last night. So, I mean, these guys are 40, 50 point, just the two of them. Yeah. And so I don't know how much you can go by that first game these two teams played. And they're, they're, they're really good players, can shoot the, the heck out of the basketball. So this is going to be a super, super challenge for BYU tonight to really defend that three-point line because that's what Portland <laughs> lives and dies by, that three-point line. When they're hot, we can see how good they are like we did last night and earlier in the season. I mean, they've played some really good teams. Look really close and uh, in some preseason tournaments and things like that so they're, they're, they're a handful <laughs> listen if you think it's going to be a cakewalk tonight you're in the wrong building those 19 threes last night not only were they a portland single game record they are a new wcc tournament record the previous record was 18 set by gonzaga but well before byu even joined the league back in 1999 Gonzaga mm. had an 18 three-point game. That was the record, lasted almost a quarter century until last night when Portland broke it. And they were an economical 19. That was 19 for 36. Yeah. That's that's 19 with a really high percentage. So that's who Portland is. And we'll see if the Cougars can maybe uh, alter that identity somewhat tonight. More of the BYU Store Kid Cougar Tip-Off Show coming your way after this. Live from the WCC Tournament in Las Vegas on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Welcome back to the Cougar Tip-Off Show. Let's rejoin Craig Rubel. All right, so BYU and Portland straight ahead. First of two games in the evening session, day two of the WCC tournament here in Las Vegas. Mark, if there were a preferred side of the WCC tournament bracket, BYU probably ended up on that side as the five seed. But 
As Portland showed last light night, uh, line mines all over the draw. Uh, no easy maybe <laughs> side here in Vegas. I don't know. Maybe the, the one team I would have picked was San Diego, and Portland took care of that quite easily last night. I think any team that's left is is a good, solid team that is going to give you a handful. That'll be the case tonight with Portland. All right, final words before tip-off coming your way right after this break. This is the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show, live from the WCC Tournament in Las Vegas on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. The Cougar Tip-Off Show rolls on. Let's head back live courtside. All right, to BYU in Portland coming up. Uh, Mark, uh, the Cougars' de- calling card has been defense a lot of this year. They're going to need it tonight against the Portland team that's playing yeah. really good offensive basketball. They did a great job against San Francisco, three-point shooting. Got to do it tonight. Got to shut down that perimeter game. All right, let's pause for our national anthem here at the Orleans Arena in Las Vegas. We'll take our break, actually. We'll come back right before tip-off. After this, this has been the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.